Hey, welcome back to Beyond the Rings Short Stories. This is Jeff Wells. And so grateful for this opportunity to partner with Triple Play uh, for these uh, chances to share stories from over 20 years at 10 different Olympics, uh, sharing the gospel with the world gathered. I like to say uh, Olympic ministry is like Acts 1-8 all in one place, because literally you have opportunities to have gospel conversations with people who live just down the street from you that you've never met. And people literally from all over the world. Um, and it is truly unique atmosphere. Beyondtherings.net is a website. I encourage you to go and check it out if you want to get more information, if you want to join the support team, where we ask you to pray, give, and share about Beyond the Rings. We'd love for you to do that. Let me talk to you today about airport opportunities. It's so interesting to me because when I first started uh, attending the Olympics as a missionary in the summer of 2000 in Sydney, Australia, I'd flown one other time before that flight. Um, it was a short flight from St. Louis to Atlanta. But as I was headed to Sydney, I flew from St. Louis to L.A., which was a longer flight than I'd ever been on before. Spent the night in L.A. and then got on a flight from L.A. to Sydney, Australia. At the time, it was one of the longest nonstop commercial flights in the world. It was 15 and a half hours. So I learned a lot about air flight, uh, air uh, flying um, early um, in this ministry and have since flown all over the world. And so one of the things that you don't often think about is opportunities to have gospel conversations with people in airplanes and airports. Now, let me just let me just caution that by saying I'm a pastor. Many pastors will tell you they love to have gospel conversations with people on the airport on at the on the airplane because they're a captive audience. They can't go anywhere. And that's valid because you're spending time with people and you're near them. And, you know, you have opportunities if there's an openness of the other person to have dialogue that could potentially uh, transition to gospel conversations. I'm all for that. Just don't hold them hostage and uh, you know preach the gospel at them and not let them out of the role and uh, to watch a movie or whatever because you're trying to win them to Jesus. That's not the kind of airplane evangelism I would encourage. But over the years, I have um, shared airplane uh, trips with uh, Olympians and people going to the Olympics or coming back. And that's really the, the, the focus of uh, airport opportunities I wanted to share with you today. In the winter of 2018, I've been in Pyeongchang, South Korea for the Winter Games. It's the last time I've actually been on the ground for the Olympics because of the worldwide interruption uh, that affected Tokyo 2020, which wasn't held till 21, and then Beijing 2022, where, um, again, only the athletes uh, and coaches were allowed to attend. And so... Um, I learned, it kind of reinforced, I'd already experienced this, but I learned uh, definitively that my goal is to be in the Olympic cities through the closing ceremony date. Because what I experienced the day after the closing ceremony, I make my way to the airport in Seoul, Korea, and all the major international flights are flying out of there. And um, I'm one of those flyers that is paranoid about being late uh, for a flight. And so I will typically get to the airport hours early. Okay. And I just figure I want to get through security and on the other side where I can chill, I can watch a movie, I can talk to people, I can get uh, a meal. Um, I'd just rather be on the other side hanging near the gate. I'm just overly cautious that way. Um, and so sure enough, um, 
I'm at the uh, Seoul airport getting ready to fly back to America in February of 2018 after the Olympic Games are over. And had two major encounters, um, actually more than that now that I think about it, but I had multiple opportunities, and now that I'm thinking about it, about four that I can think of off the top of my head, of encountering Olympians, headed back to uh, the United States, so Team USA Olympians, and or their families. And, um, you, you know, as I'm sure you can imagine, Olympians are very, very popular for a season. And it all depends on how they do as to the longevity of their popularity. But really beyond that window, even if they're gold medalists, a lot of the time they can be they can be lost in the shuffle and you can miss them. Well, on this particular day, as I'm preparing to fly back to the States from Seoul, South Korea, um, I encountered uh, an Olympian um, who was um, a, a shooter. Uh, I can't think of the name of the event right now, but where they ski and shoot. Um, she was one of the world leaders in that uh, sport. She didn't medal, um, but she had performed well and, and felt good about her experience. I got to meet her and, and um, learn about her and her but how she got into the sport and all that. And then it transitioned to a gospel conversation. It was a wonderful experience and encounter. Um, and then um, one that really sticks out to me is oftentimes we take normal routine things for granted. And I was there early and I knew it was, I think it was an overnight flight. It was a long flight. Um, and I knew I wanted to get a meal before I got on the flight. So um, I'm walking around, not getting too far from the gate, and I go into this little restaurant bar at the restaurant uh, at the hotel uh, airport there in Seoul, and I get my meal and I sit down and I discover sitting, you know, arms throw from me is um, a couple of families and they're American and come to find out they are family members of the men's um, Team USA curling and I was very intrigued by this uh, for multiple reasons. But that year, you may remember 2018 uh, men's uh, uh, the USA uh, men's curling team actually did very well. And um, and I'd got my meal and I was sitting there and, and I got to talk to him. And so they just invited me over. So I ended up enjoying a meal and a time of getting to know these families and their history, how they got into curling um, and, and just learning all those things about them. I got to share with them that I was there as a missionary um, to talk to people about Jesus and while it wasn't the same as normal gospel conversations used in pen trading, um, I was able to engage in some gospel conversations, um, and it was very well received. It was just a wonderful time of community um, with these families, and it was an opportunity I would not have had had I left earlier, had I gotten to the airport late. Um, I just discovered that it is one of those times where um, I like to do that anyway. So a part of my normal routine would be there to early uh, to be there early. And then God took my normal routine and multiplied it with gospel opportunities. And probably the, the most memorable, because I have a picture of this was, um, I met, um, uh, uh and Randall and Jesse Diggins. Um, I don't know if you'll remember those names, um, but in the winter uh, 28, 2018 Olympics, 
um, these two young ladies won the women's cross country skiing gold medal for the very first time for Team USA. And it was incredible to, to meet them. I had actually met them a few days before, but it was after they had won, but before they had been presented their gold medal. Um, and um, so I got my picture with them, but they didn't have their gold medals, but it was still a really neat thing to meet these young athletes and to just celebrate with them um, what they had accomplished. Well, that day, um, as I'm flying back to America, it turns out they're on my flight. And so they're at the gate and um, people recognize them and start wanting pictures with them. So they pull out their gold medals and they put their gold medals on and they're taking pictures with those people. With it. So I got to get a picture with these gold medalists with them holding their gold medals around their necks. It was really a, a, as a pseudo sports fan, which I'm not a huge sports fan. It was still a pretty neat opportunity. Um, and again, Having met them a couple days before, I had I reminded them who I was. I had uh, used a, a pen uh, to engage in a brief gospel um, uh, conversation and using the pen trading uh, to do that. But they were, again, where I met them a few days before, they were surrounded by a bunch of people. So it was very hard to do that. But one of the tools that um, we've used over the years at the Olympics is to put the pen um, that has the gospel on it on a business card that actually explains the gospel uh, presentation and has a way for them to pray a sinner's prayer and to uh, make a decision to follow Christ and steps for it. And it's all on, on a simple uh, two-sided um, business card. And so oftentimes I will take pens and stick it in those cards and then hand them to people. Um, that can come in very handy in going through retail checkout lines uh, where the retail person just doesn't have time to engage in a gospel conversation. They're working. There's people in line. You don't want to stress them. You don't want to be um, disrespectful of the uh, the owner, business owner's time and all that. And so that's another way that we've um, planted seeds using pen trading at the Olympics, even though we're not technically trading. But we're getting the word out there and we're using the pen to do that. <clears throat> So again, something as simple as getting dinner uh, before flight can be a great way to have gospel conversations. And that would be my encouragement to you today as we wrap up today's short story is look for ways in your everyday life of how you can be used by God to engage in gospel conversations. And I'll just tell you this much. I think the most powerful thing you can do to be on mission for the gospel of Jesus Christ in your daily life is to pray for God's eyes, heart, for people that you will encounter that day. Whether it's the first thing in the morning when you leave the house, when you first get to the office or school or whatever you're doing, um, just ask God to let you see people as he sees them and that you would be sensitive and aware of the Holy Spirit working around you. A lot of times, um, once you begin to do that, God will, uh, it'll be like somebody turn on a light in a dark room and you'll begin to see more and more uh, those opportunities that you can take and make the most of in sharing God's love with people through the um, gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you again for tuning in today's uh, Beyond the Rings short stories. I appreciate you guys um, logging on and listening in. I hope you're enjoying it. I encourage you to go to beyondtherings.net to learn more about uh, the Beyond the Rings ministry and our upcoming Olympic outreaches. The most uh, uh, pressing one coming up is Paris 2024, um, which is less than a year away now. 
And so appreciate your prayers and your partnership and uh, what God would do um, using pen trading to have gospel conversation at the Olympics. God bless. See you guys next time.